Hi, everybody. Welcome to Take 5. So glad you're here with me today. Today, we're celebrating something really special. Um, and we're going to tell you a little bit more about it. But I want to introduce my guests today. I have Jesse Robinson. Say hey, Jesse. Hey, everybody. And Annie Goggin. And say hey. Hi, guys. All right. And just as a reminder uh, for the two of you, Yes, we've got a video running on this and the video is available in GS Learn. For anybody who hasn't noticed that, that's where the video part of this is. But also um, we're in podcast as well in, in uh, Spotify, among other places. And so anything you respond to, uh, Jesse and Annie, um, make sure you say something because the people who are in podcast don't see waves. They don't see that. <laughs> just to be clear so anyway let, let's get started uh jesse can you tell us a little bit about girl scouts how long have you been in what have you done where are you in the world yep um so i've been a girl scout member for about 23 ish years i did nine years as a girl two years as a camp counselor at what used to be winnetaska on one of our former properties Mm -hmm. And I've been a adult member, a volunteer since 2008. So whatever that math works out as. Um, I've kind of done a lot through my years as a volunteer. I led a troop. I have been a volunteer facilitator and first aid trainer for a number of years, gold award committee, regional and national delegate. Mm -hmm. And um, I am now on the volunteer recognitions committee. Yay. And, and really that's a, a perfect place for you to be given all that experience and, and understanding really of, of what a volunteer does. So, you know, they're very fortunate on that committee to have you. Uh, so thank you for doing that. Um, Annie, tell us about your, uh, Girl Scout life. Yeah, so my Girl Scout life, I started my Girl Scout life as a brownie um, with the beret and I had like, actually my hair did not all look all that dissimilar from Jesse's at the time. I had like jet black hair that came down to here and was super, super thick. And then puberty did a number on my hair, which was odd, um, but I looked extremely cute with the brownie beret. And I spent about three years as a girl member. Um, and then, you know, it sort of faded out. I transitioned out of it. I didn't come back around to Girl Scouts until I started as a staff member just about five years ago. So I have just about eight years total. Um, and I started with Girl Scouts of Eastern Mass as a volunteer learning specialist or a learning specialist for volunteers. My brothers like to tease me that I don't actually get paid here, but you know, I am not a volunteer in my position. I am a staff member. Um, and uh, just about two years ago now, I transitioned to my current role, which is manager of volunteer engagement. Um, in that I am the committee chair for the uh, volunteer recognitions committee, which Jesse is part of. As Lori mentioned, we are extremely lucky to have her. Um, Jesse, side note, I was so thrilled when your 
uh, application for the committee came through because it was just like, like I know her, she has held every single role. This is exactly the sort of person that knows what volunteers are doing, knows how to recognize people and can really sort of understand what this sort of service means and the power of thanking people for it. Um, so I'm thrilled that you're on the committee. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, perfect fit, right? Perfect fit. So I want to talk about volunteer recognition. Um, this is uh, hitting the airwaves in the, what is it, Annie, the National Volunteer Month? Mm -hmm. Yep, April is National Volunteer Month in the United States. Okay, can you tell us a little bit about that and about um, how GSU, GSEMA looks at that? Uh, Absolutely. So this is a, um, I couldn't tell you exactly where it started, but I know that the first time I was aware of National Volunteer Month was from an organization called Points of Light. Um, they do a lot of work with National Volunteer Month and recognizing people all across the United States. I think they actually do some international work on it as well. Um, but this is really, in all the volunteer organizations that I've worked in, it is the moment where we have a unique opportunity to look at all these incredible resources we have around us, all these people giving service, all the people who believe so deeply in our mission and make it possible for us to deliver our mission. And we get a great opportunity to say thank you. Right, and um, we've just come out of uh, our volunteer recognition um, so, season we call it yeah <laughs> celebration uh can uh i you know both of you chime in and share some of the volunteer awards that are given at the council level jesse you want to grab grab some there um absolutely i um i came into the volunteer recognitions committee at an interesting time um, GSUSA has a number of recognitions, such as um, the appreciation pin, the honor pin, thanks badges, but GSEMA also has a number of council-specific uh, awards. And when I joined at the during the 2020 cycle, um, we had just implemented two brand new awards the Red Rose Award for volunteers who demonstrate super exemplary, um, diverse and inclusiveness within the, within- Service. The Service, <laughs> yes. Um, within the council. Um, we also instituted the new Lifetime of Service Award, which is just recognizing some of our volunteers who just deserve so much more. They have truly given their life to Girl Scouts and GSEMA. And because I'm an active volunteer, it's my primary role is with the other adults. Um, I don't volunteer so much with girls. Um, being able to select people for that Lifetime of Service Award is just probably the most fulfilling thing I've done in Girl Scouts yet. Um, seeing some of these names that I've looked up to and um, want to someday be <laughs> has been really extra inspiring 
for me. And I know that uh, that inaugural class who received those awards were just so touched and felt so honored by that. Uh, what a great experience. Annie, um, how many awards roundabout uh, were given out this year? Uh, here we are in the middle of COVID, which makes everything more challenging, right? Mm -hmm. How many awards? So not to give anything away because we are still in the process of notifying everybody who's won awards. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's a it's a fairly long process. Um, so it starts, you know, even back in the fall, people submit nominations right up through um, either the middle of February or the end of February, depending on the year. Um, and then the committee reviews a crazy amount of these nominations to then submit it to the board. And once that gets approved, then we try to contact everybody personally to let them know that they won an award. So we're still in that process. Um, so without giving away too many details, we will be awarding about 50 this year, um, which is, it's down from last year. Nobody's surprised by that. Um, last year, we had the exquisite honor of giving uh, out 92 individual awards, um, which is incredible. And the highest I've ever seen it at our council. And I think it's really a testament to our resilience in this year that we still have this many um, in a pandemic year when so many people reached their limit, had to step away, um, really had to you know, prioritize putting on their own face mask, if you will. Oh, and literal mask, but um, pandemic humor. Um, but, it just, it, it tells me so much about Girl Scouting that we still had so many committed volunteers who changed everything that they knew about the way they provided service to Girl Scouts to create this amazing leadership experience for girls. Um, and it has been, I don't know about you, Jesse, but it has just been such an honor to read through these nominations this year where I'm like, everybody, every single one of these people is changing the game. And, and I imagine the sorts of things, that, I mean, as you said, this is a really lengthy process from nominations and endorsements, and then committees, look, the committee looking at these things and determining uh, what uh, slate, if you will, of people to put forward to the board because the board has to um, endorse, endorse, is that what they're doing? They're approving? So yeah, what they do, it's we, the volunteers nominate they nominate other volunteers for recognition. The committee reviews, and then we provide a suggested list called the slate, as you mentioned, to the board. And the board actually votes on this. Um, so in some years, it is the executive committee of the board. And in some years, it's the full board. This year, it was the full board. Um, so they they look at this list of volunteers, and they say, you know, they, they vote on whether or not these people should be getting recognition. Um, and it is a very sort of formal long-standing process that is really very cool and and i imagine that the things that were on these nominations were not your typical year kind of set of uh qualifications or, or you know information about what these people have done the, they've kind of blown what it used to look like out of the water because now I imagine Absolutely. a lot of it had to do with uh, virtual things and 
uh, engagement in it in a totally different manner. So this year is really kind of special. Uh, no brand new awards. This is kind of the cycle two for those two new awards. But what's new is how people have actually earned these awards. Um, so, you know, you shared, uh, Jesse, like what the national organization and what the council level organizations do or what awards they provide. Um, let's talk about local, uh, whether it's local areas, service units. Um, are there awards for people that aren't coming from GSEMA or at GSUSA level? Absolutely. And I think these are some of the um, more fun awards I, I can think of. So at the service unit, local town, however your immediate area is organized, there are a few awards, volunteer of excellence, sorting through the ranks, green and growing. These are some have been created by the GSUSA for service units to formally recognize members and a few have been created by GSEMA again for the service units to recognize people. There are so many amazing volunteers who they have their troop or they have their troops and they go from daisies to ambassadors 13 years of amazing dedication to that troop. And then, then they go on and do another troop or something like that. And, but they choose not to get involved at the service unit or council level because time is, a troop is not an easy thing to do. It, it takes enough time out of somebody's day that there's no interest. So these service unit level awards are a great way to still recognize people internally because they're doing the real work. And we at the council and national level don't always know what's going on with mm -hmm. these troops because we're not told. Um, they're being very quiet and humble with what they're doing. So the service units have an opportunity to know their troop leaders and their troop volunteers and take the time out to create a little committee or the service unit leadership team can specifically recognize these people using their service unit awards. And there are lots of ways to get to know what the awards are and how to recognize people through people like Annie and the Volunteer Recognitions Committee to help get these started internally. And I'll also, um, if I can jump in, Lori. Um, so Jesse's mentioning, you know, one of the things, one of the soaring through the ranks is that award that if you take a troop from daisies through to ambassadors um, that is something you're eligible for that can be given by your service unit um, and thinking about soaring through the ranks thinking about these people who spend their whole girl scouting lives giving service to one community and it's so intense and so beautiful and so 
so much very much the lifeblood of what Girl Scout means. Like we are all about community interaction and existing in those spaces. Um, and we didn't have an award for that, right? So, so many of the GSUSA awards, they require service to be given to one or more geographic areas. Um, and that was really why the committee created the Lifetime of Service, just really trying to honor what people are doing, even if they haven't sort of moved into the GSA, GSUSA model of what exceptional Girl Scouting is, we think this is absolutely exceptional. Right, right. I mean, that direct service to your local area is really how Girl Scouting catches on and how it stays uh, rooted in its local area, because that's where our girls are. Um, and how many of us got our start as girls with troop volunteers? Right. And vividly remember our town or city experience, right? Like, I remember being in the Hingham Scout House. I remember being a Hingham Girl Scout. That was so much part. It wasn't just a Girl Scout. It was a Hingham Girl Scout. Right. Um, and that was so much part of the identity. And that's really where, that's where they get you. <laughs> exactly. And so, Another, you know, we've talked a lot about the soaring through the ranks and people who are long, long term volunteers that local areas service units want to recognize and and appreciate. But also um, there are awards at the service unit level for those brand new leaders mm -hmm. who just knocked it out of the park and really gave, you know, their first year, their first couple of years. Can you share a little bit about what those awards are like at the service unit level? Um, so Green and Growing is the brand new service award. Um, it means basically it's a service unit saying, thank you, you're an amazing troop leader. You've stepped up in a big way this year. You're pretty new at this um, and we're loving what you're doing. You're awesome. Uh, the Volunteer of Excellence typically indicates that someone's been in it, at it a few more years. Um, usually we see like one to three is what people report um, when they do report their awards back to council, which service units sometimes do, sometimes don't, you can. Um, the Volunteer of Excellence really means like, we couldn't do this without you, quite literally, right? Like this town could not operate without you. Mm -hmm. um, and you are, you are an amazing part of this organization. We see you, we appreciate you, and thank you. Um, and I will also say that all of these awards are listed on gsema.org slash appreciation. Um, and that is where you can find out more information about both the GSUSA, the GSEMA council-wide awards, and then also these service unit awards, including, I mean, I can also say there are many service units that have a million awards that they award just in their community. I was just going to ask that. I, I know that yep. you know different service units have things that are unique to them. They might have a Rookie of the Year award or a, you know, they really created fun names for people who pull off events or, you know, yep. deal with some uh, challenge in the course of the year that has made that volunteer standout. Um, so a service unit should not say, well, you know, we've already given this person everything that we can give them. Uh, if, if they deserve to be recognized, true, right? A service unit can find a creative way to do that. Um, so there are just all 
kinds and levels and manner of appreciating volunteers. Um, you know, this year I would imagine a lot of service units will be having online events. So here we are, uh, National Volunteer Month. Now's the time really to think about mm -hmm. what they might want to be doing and who do they talk to to get that in the works if or so the first person i would talk to um is your volunteer support specialist um if you don't know who that is reach out to customer care and we'll hook you up but um this is someone who really knows the resources and people you can talk to who can support you in your area and would definitely be able to help you out with that but i would also encourage people you know sometimes we get very caught up because council level recognitions kind of have a lot of rules, right? Like there's a lot of history to them. They're a very formal process. Um, there are board approved regulations and criteria. It's a lot. Um, there's really no rules when it comes down to the actual process of thanking someone. Um, so do what feels right for your, your community. Do what feels special for your community. If you're doing something special or different this year, because it's been a very special and different year, um, that's awesome. You know, don't feel like there's a right way and a wrong way to thank people because in my experience, that has never been true. Thank you. And a thank you goes a long way. Uh, so does candy, just saying. Or, or treats, food of any kind. Baked goods, right? Flowers. Yep. Um, everybody has their different, you know, you've heard of love language. Everybody has a love language, yes. Right? <laughs> love languages. Let's call them thank you or appreciation languages. And, and figure out what works for the people you've got around you, right? Yep. Um, well, you know, so, so we're really calling people to action here. To find someone to thank. We're can the appreciation land, not just in the big scope of the council or the country, but in your local area. Um, it may be as simple as picking up the phone and calling someone to say, thank you. Hey, I really appreciate the fact that you've done this week after week after week in the worst mm -hmm. situations. And it could also be picking up the phone and calling your volunteer support specialist or your service unit coordinator and saying, hey, I, you know, this person's just on my mind. They've done so much. What can we do? Yep. And in getting the wheels in motion, because it really has to start with one person saying we should do this and not necessarily waiting for the service unit team to take the helm. Okay. They're overwhelmed too, right? Like everybody is overwhelmed right now. Absolutely. So anyway, let's all say thanks in the month of April to those people who matter most. Um, and I'm going to say thank you to the two of you in a minute. But before I do, I end up end every take five by asking my guests a question. Okay. And Annie, I'm going to start with you. Okay. What's your favorite Girl Scout tradition? I think, you know, my favorite Girl Scout tradition that is something that I remember from my girl days and um, it's also, I feel like, just very core to my understanding of Girl Scouts um, is the, the brownie tradition of turning the pin and one good turn deserves another. Yeah. Um, 
this is, I just feel like that's, that really shaped a lot of my understanding of what it means to be a good person and human. Um, as a child and as an adult, I think that really continues. And I think it's just such a beautiful, elegant, simple thing to just, and in a lot of ways, appropriate for volunteer recognitions, because sometimes we need these, you know, just small little reminders to express gratitude, to do good things for other people, and, you know, to continue passing on this tradition of, of true service, of genuine service, um, and of just making the world a bit of a better place. Yep. Like that. And and I will say that in, in 30 plus episodes, no one's ever mentioned that flip. You're kidding. I love so, that. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Jesse, You're I'm going to jump over to you and say, what's your favorite Girl Scout tradition? Come on. You got 20, what, three years, two years. Come on. Let's have a good one. So... The simple answer is, um, I like to call them fire ceremonies. Um, so in Girl Scouts, from very simple candle um, ceremonies to the full-fledged um, flag retirement ceremonies or ashes ceremonies, it's fire has been such a vital part of human existence since the dawn of us discovering we can make our own fire. Um, there's something very solemn and deep about sharing fire with other people and that real spark of what Girl Scouting is. Um, however you, whichever ceremony you choose or um, having that moment and not making, Girl Scouts has so much fun and brightness and for me it's very important to every now and then stop and dig a little bit deeper into your spirit values um, and share a really formal awesome fire ceremony with the people who are closest to you. I love that. I love that. And I love the words you used in there. You now it was fire, but like spark. And you made me think of like, you know, one candle gives light mm -hmm. and a whole bunch of candles together give more light and a big bonfire campfire gives even more. Oh, okay, time to go back to camp people. <laughs> time to go back to camp. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, thank you so much for that, Jesse. So yeah, these are two new, newer, uh, traditions that people love so thanks for sharing both of those uh and thank you both for jumping on today and talking about volunteer recognitions at the different levels that uh can mean and uh, i appreciate your time because i know you guys have been really busy uh with <laughs> all of the stuff that you're doing for volunteer recognition uh this is that season for you so thank you both uh, everybody at home, thank you. I appreciate your time for uh, jumping on to listen to Take 5 and kind of breathe a little Girl Scout into your soul. Um, remember, as always, you can't be blue if you're keeping it green. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank Thanks. you.